You are now listening to Zakaic Podcast, proclaiming Jesus as Savior, Healer, Sanctifier, and Coming King. To God be the glory. We would like to thank God that for the first six months of this year, God has allowed us the opportunity of participating in the local, national, and international missions of Kamakop. So we are given the opportunity not only to reach out to the people here in Sambuanga City, but also in other places. Since January, God has given us the opportunity to share with the ministry in Basilan among the Yakans, the Tausugs, and the Samal. We also were given the opportunity to be partners in the ministry in Sirawai. We have been praying for this place and the indigenous people in that area. Continue to pray that God will touch the hearts of the people and that they will respond to God's message. Also, we would like to thank God that for the first six months, we were able to partner with Bible schools and with Bible school students. Ebenezer Bible College and Seminary, Lomason Alliance Bible College, Mount Apo Alliance Bible College, and Shekinah Alliance Bible College. And hopefully, next year, another Bible school will be added into the list of those that we partner with. And also, there will be more students who will be receiving God's blessings through Sikaek. So we thank God for the resources that God has granted to us so that we can also share with others. Perhaps uh, some of you heard about three weeks ago that there were five millionaires who bought very expensive tickets amounting to $250,000. Ganon ka mahal yung ticket. Just to be able to ride a small submarine so that they could see for themselves the wreckage of the Titanic. The Titanic sank many years ago, and these five millionaires wanted to see what was, what was the situation of that vessel that sank. But it seems that the engineers or the designers of the submarine underestimated the pressure of the ocean. Those of you who are familiar with physics, the lower the submarine would go into the bottom of the sea, the greater is the pressure. You can just imagine millions of tons of water would be pressing against the submarine and it did not stand the pressure. They call it implosion, not explosion. The submarine was crushed. And the first thing that happened was that the passengers lost the supply 
of oxygen. Meron sanang enough supply of oxygen kung hindi nasira yung submarine. And so when they lost their supply of oxygen in just a matter of minutes, they died. Their millions were not able to save them. They died right there. When air is no longer available, life is impossible. When water is no longer available, then human life is also impossible. When food is no longer available, then man cannot live. And if there is no more sunlight that would reach our planet, then our planet would become a ball of ice, which means that without these things, we cannot live. These things are indispensable. For the past several Sundays, we have been talking about what are those things that are indispensable Without them, we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. First Sunday, we were saying that without faith, it is impossible for any human being to enter into the kingdom of God. Last Sunday, without hope, then we are lost. We cannot enter into God's kingdom. And today, we'll talk about the third indispensable thing and that is love kindly open your bibles to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 1 to 19 Deuteronomy chapter 6 1 to 19 these are the commands decrees and laws the lord your god directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and the children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear Israel and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, 
Wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the peoples around you. For the Lord your God, who is among you, is a jealous God, and his anger will burn against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the land. Do not put the Lord your God to the test, as you did at Massa. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulations and decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that it may go well with you and you may go in and take over the good land the Lord promised an oath to your ancestors, thrusting out all your enemies before you as the Lord said. May God bless us upon the reading of his words. The book of Deuteronomy was written when the people of Israel were about to enter into the promised land after 40 years of wandering in the desert. Dahil nung lumabas sa mga anak ng Israel from Egypt, instead of taking only two weeks, from Egypt to Canaan, God did not allow them to go directly. Instead, they went around the wilderness, the desert, for 40 years. And the generation that came out of Egypt, none of them except Caleb and Joshua were able to enter the promised land because of rebellion and disobedience. It is indispensable, it is very important that, is the, that there is love in our hearts for God if we want to enter into the kingdom of God. Because those people were not able to enter, they missed the blessing, they forfeited the blessing because there was no love in their hearts for God. Instead of loving God, they went after other gods. And so when that generation died and the new generation now was about to enter into the promised land, God told Moses, Moses, tell these people, tell this generation, they should not be like their parents. If their parents rejected me and they suffered for that, you should not be like them. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, so that you can enter into the land. And there are three things that I notice in this passage, that the people of Israel should put their hearts in God, first of all, because God was faithful to them in the past. When they were in the land of Egypt, for 400 years, they were slaves. They were treated or mistreated by the Egyptians. And they were crying out to God, Lord, save us. 
set us free from our masters. And God sent Moses to deliver them. God showed miracles, wonderful things, so that they can get out of Egypt. But those people were not faithful to God. And so God, the, the Lord said through Moses, you should love God because God was faithful to you in the past. You were enslaved and God was there. He was faithful through his promises and he set you free. He emancipated you. He destroyed your masters and now you are free. When someone liberates us, when someone sets us free, our hearts should be with that person to show our gratitude and thanksgiving. I do not know if you are familiar with the history of the Dutch people, Netherlands, and England, the British people. For many centuries, the Dutch and the English people did not like each other. Pariho lang naman sana yung itsura nila. They are both Europeans, but they did not like each other. The Dutch hated the English. The English also hated the Dutch. And not only that they had encounters in Europe, but they also encountered each other in other continents because the Dutch people also colonized other places. When the Dutch went to New York, they settled there. And then later on, the English people came and drove them away. Now, sino ba naman ang hindi magagalit niyan? Nauna ka nga, magsettle doon, and then another group of people would come and drive you away. The Dutch were the first to settle in New York. In fact, there is a place in New York called Harlem. Harlem, New York, was named after a city in the Netherlands. But when the British came, they took over and they drove the Dutch, and the Dutch hated that. Galit na galit yung mga Dutch people. Not only in New York, but even in South Africa, the Dutch went there and settled. And then here comes the British. Ewan kung bakit. Paborito ng mga British yung mga Dutch na talagang palisin. When they arrived in South Africa, the Dutch people were already there. And the British fought against them. In fact, the, the language Afrikaner is a vernacular coming from Holland. Ang ibig sabihin, yung mga Dutch people settled in South Africa before the British arrived. So sino ang hindi magagalit na nagsettle ka na doon after how many hundreds of years papaalisin ka? And so for many centuries, the Dutch and the English did not like each other. But then the situation changed during the Second World War. Because during the Second World War, Germany under Adolf Hitler conquered many countries in Europe, including the Netherlands. And so when the Germans occupied Holland, 
Kinuha nila lahat yung mga kayamanan na mga Dutch. They gathered all the wealth of the Dutch people and brought them back to Germany. So ngayon, ang galit ng mga Dutch nasa mga Germans. And for four years, they were subjugated, they were oppressed by the Germans, and the Dutch people were crying for freedom. And in 1944, the Americans, the Canadians, and the British forces landed in the Netherlands, fought against the Germans, and liberated the Dutch people from captivity. So nang, nung nalaman ng mga Dutch people na yung palang nag-liberate sa kanila, isa sa mga nag-liberate sa kanila, yung dati nilang kalaban, nagbago yung kanilang isipan, nagbago yung kanilang puso. They used to hate the English people. But when the English people came with the Americans and the Canadians and fought against their enemy and defeated their enemy, mula noon hanggang ngayon, ang tingin ng mga Dutch people sa mga English hindi na kalaban but liberators. They are now friends. When someone would liberate you from slavery, you cannot help but love that person. And so Moses said, love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength because he was faithful to you in the past. He liberated you from slavery and gave you freedom. The second reason why they should love God is because not only that God was faithful in the past, but He continued to be faithful to them at present. Because the situation of the Israelites were not easy. They were in the desert for 40 years. I cannot imagine one million people wandering in the desert for 40 years. I have never been to a desert in my life. And I think the only... The only place that I went na parang disyerto was Central Luzon after Mount Pinatubo erupted. Ganun ang itsura, parang disyerto. But I have never been to a real desert. And according to people who happened to be in Saudi Arabia, in Qatar, in Afghanistan, Iraq, the desert is so treacherous. Because during the day, it becomes so hot, very hot, that it will burn almost everything. But during the night, the desert can become so cold and it would freeze. How would you live in a place like that? Very hot during the day, very cold during the night. But during the 40 years, of wandering in the desert. God did not leave His people. During the day, there was a cloud that would shelter them, that would provide shade so that it will not, it will not be very hot. And during the night, when it was supposed to be very cold, the pillar of cloud became a pillar of fire. 
giving them comfort and providing them with free electricity. Walang bayad sa Samselco. God was faithful to them, not only in the past, but at present. When they needed food, God sent food to them. When they needed water, God even brought water from the rock. How can you not love a person who, was, who is not only faithful in the past, he continues to be faithful today. And I mentioned this, that for 40 years, they were not able to plant. And yet nobody died of hunger. Nobody died of thirst. So you should love this God because He continues to be faithful to you at present. Not only in the past, but also at present. And the third thing that I notice here is that the people of Israel should love this God because He has something so nice and so beautiful reserved for them in the future. Verse 10. When the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which means you are still in the desert now, but when you cross the Jordan, something is waiting for you there. Very nice. A land with large, flourishing cities you did not build. How many of you have experienced this? That you did not do anything, you did not build anything, and yet you can enjoy the blessing. Houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide. You know, in this world, what was the curse that was given to Adam and Eve? when they were kicked out of the garden. Mula ngayon, hindi ka makakain pag hindi ka magtrabaho, 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 magtrabaho. Marami nga dyan, trabaho lang ng trabaho, hindi pa rin makakain. That's the curse. But here, kahit hindi ka, wala kang ginawa, you are going to experience the blessing. Wells you did not dig. You can drink from the waters of the wells that you did not dig. Eat from vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Dito sa mundo, pag hindi ka gumawa ng bahay, wala kang titirahan. Hindi ka magrent, wala kang titirahan. Hindi ka magtrabaho, wala kang kakainin. And so, I was asking God, Lord, totoo ba ito na sa mga anak ng Diyos mangyayari ito? Because the only person that can eat na hindi siya nagtrabaho yung bata na bagong panganak. Kasi wala pa akong nakitang nanay na nagsabi sa kanyang anak, ngayon nakalabas ka na, magtrabaho ka na. Bago ka makakain. Wala pa. Wala pa ako nakitang nanay. Ay, hindi kita pagkakainin. Wala ka pang trabaho. Why would the mother feed the child? Because the child belongs to the family. 
Why are we experiencing things that we are not responsible for? It's because we belong to God's family. And I said, Lord, totoo ba ito? Itong sinasabi po ninyo na you can live in houses you did not build. You can enjoy the good things in that house that you did not provide. You can eat from the fruit of the tree that you did not plant. Ewan ko sa inyo, kayong may mga bahay na, pero we started building our house in 2008. Hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin tapos. Nasira na lang, hindi pa tapos. And so I asked my question, Lord, is this true? That we can experience these blessings na kahit wala kaming ginawa? And then in 2008, God gave me the opportunity to go to Asbury Theological Seminary through the instrumentality of Dr. Ben De Jesus. Siya yung instrumental para makapunta ako doon. And God gave me the surprise. Nakapunta ako doon four times. Wala akong binayad. Pagdating ko doon, naka-ready na yung apartment, big apartment with three rooms. Dalawa lang kami na nakatira. And then the table, when we arrived, merong malaking basket puno ng pagkain. We did not pay anything. And I remember this passage. That God, as a loving Father, will provide for the needs of His people. Not only in the past, not only at present, but in the future. And there is a mansion prepared for us which is absolutely free. Wala kang babayaran. Only love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Before the Japanese invaded the Philippines during the Second World War, Marami ng mga American missionaries na dumating. They came to Sambuanga, Cotabato, Davao area, Basilan, Sulu. And one of the missionary couples that came to the Philippines were Reverend and Mrs. William Christie. I don't know if some of you could still remember that name. Reverend William Christie had polio. Uh, hindi na masyadong popular ang polio ngayon. Ano? But in the past, when children were hit by polio, even if they survived, they had difficulty walking. Mahirap maglakad. But Reverend Christie, in spite of his physical condition, he and his wife came to the Philippines as missionaries. Nandito sila sa Sambuanga, pumunta ng Cotabato, in Davao, and then the Japanese came. And when the Japanese came, they arrested all the American missionaries, including Reverend and Mrs. William Christie. Hirap siyang maglakad. And they were ordered to walk. Hindi siya makalakad. And the Japanese said, patayin na lang natin ito. And the Christians, I think in Lapuyan, 
said, no, don't kill him. We will carry him. And the Christians there carried him on their backs. And while they were carrying him, he continued to preach the gospel. He was not concerned about his safety. He was very comfortable in America. Why did he come to the Philippines? Because he loved this God who was faithful to him in the past, who was continually faithful to him today, and has so many things reserved for him in the future. To God be the glory. You just heard the message from Zumbuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, you can follow us in our social media platforms in Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Zekai Ministries. See you there!